Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to That Movie List Podcast. And it is a very special episode because it is the first episode of a brand new run. If you listen to the Views on the Sofa podcast, movie podcast, then this will have appeared in your Views on the Sofa feed. If you have never, ever listened to the Movie List podcast or the Views on the Sofa podcast, this is the first one. We're here, ready. I am your host, Ben, and joining me, as always, for the old Views on the Sofa fans, is the Thelma to my Louise. It's Dave. How are you, Dave? <laughs> feeling, feeling feminine. Feeling feminine, good, good. I'm glad you said feeling feminine and not feeling something else. That's not that's not a positive start, is it? That's not that's straight straight away we're getting. getting yeah, why not? Yeah. Um. So this is how it's going to work. We pick random movie topics, really random. We're not going to have any top five greatest films here. Really random movie topics, and we create our top fives. Then we pit those top fives against each other using Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and any other social medias. And then at the end of the series, there will be a forfeit for who wins the most or loses the most. Probably a forfeit for who loses rather than who wins. I'd say so, yeah. I'd say yeah, so. That, that seems to work better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our first list, because we've come back, because we were the Views in the Sofa movie podcast, we've come back, is top five movie comebacks, which worries me a bit because when I text you that, you text back saying, do you want to clarify what that means? And me being bold said, nah, just go with it. And then I realized it probably has more than one like definition. So we might end up not just having two different lists, but two completely different lists. I think we probably will. So when I said top five movie comebacks, what did you take that as? I took that as any any sort of comeback. So there is there's a whole variety and and you you'll get a smattering of each each sort in uh, in my list so oh, okay so you're not going to clarify now you're just going to wait to the list and make this a complete yeah. shambles i like that yes, no, absolutely. That works. Yeah. well it's the first one back and I, and I don't i don't want people to get the wrong idea about this thing so if it's if it's a bit of a mess and a bit chaotic then i think that sort of sets the tone for for what's going to be an excellent series <laughs> yeah no that works that works consider this the pilot yeah, that, well, that's what I was going to say. It's not the first one back. It's a pilot. It's a, it's a relaunch, a reboot. But I think we've yeah. already done top five reboots, so we couldn't do that one. No. no. So we can't, we're not repeating material. We're using that material for classic episodes later on. Um, you think about how good the pilot for like Lost and Heroes were and things like that. This isn't going to be anything like that. No. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. No, no. That's why what we're probably going to do is launch two or three episodes all at once. Just so people know straight away whether they're going to stick with it. Just like, yeah. you know, that first one was a bit ropey. Let's give up. So what I'm telling you now is because the first one's a bit ropey, I haven't even started yet, because the first one's a bit ropey, give episode two and three a go because either we've got into the groove or at least one of us is a bit more drunk. So yeah. that, that might help too. Um, right, so we'll start top five movie comebacks. The way I saw movie comebacks was I took it as actors who had a bit of a dire career situation and made a comeback okay yeah i i, I also took it like that in some of mine so that's good love yours i'm <laughs> i'm worried i'm worried um do you want me to go first 
Um, yes, you go first. You start us off and set, set a good tone. Good. My first movie comeback isn't really a movie comeback. Excellent. Good work. Right. My first movie comeback is an actor who was famous in movies, very famous in movies when he was a teenager, mm-hmm. and then became really famous coming back in a TV show. And that's Kiefer Sutherland. Nice. Okay. So Kiefer Sutherland, Lost Boys, um, Stand By Me, was always the really scary teenager that you thought, he's definitely going to stab me. He's definitely going to stab me. Or ask me to buy him beer. It's one of those two things he's going to do. I mean, as an adult, he's definitely going to stab me. I wasn't even worried as a kid. He's going to stab me as an adult. (laughs) And then he became the greatest whisper actor of all time in 24. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You've either revolted or turned on thousands of podcast (laughs) listeners. Thousands. Um, (laughs) We can end up with thousands. Um, So, yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. But then I was trying to think, has he actually done any movies since 24 he must have because he's thrown himself into tv mm. yeah nothing jumps out i know he's done he's done another series since 24 hasn't he a tv series but yeah, designated survivor is the one he's done since i don't yeah. know if he shouts any louder in that because he has two he has two volumes doesn't he so either, i'm gonna i'm gonna save the world and then get back where's my daughter <laughs> yeah like, Gee, jesus all right there's no in between you either, and then you just think you get really close to tv and like, like oh, I can just about gee, all right, now you shout it down my ear. So he's a great whisper actor, Kiefer Sutherland. Um, I love Twenty Four. Oh, awesome, awesome series. Talking about pilots that that like launched a series, and you went, oh, "This is amazing." That that was one that was incredible. It hasn't. So we tried to go back and start it from scratch um, recently because my wife hadn't seen some of it. Or yeah, most of it. Um, and it hasn't aged well. So the first series looked really dated. Yeah. But it, it does get better. The story's still really good. Yeah. Uh, I think it's suff- awesome. Oh, concept's amazing. And I do, do think it suffers a little bit from we've got 24 of these episodes, naturally. Yeah. And we don't have 24 hours worth of material. I mean, as a day goes by, mm. that's awful. And it just keeps yeah. these moments where it's just like, it just gets worse and worse and worse for this poor guy. Yeah, just, just have a wee. Just get, oh yeah, there's that as well. I don't know when he has a wee. I don't. Well, the ad breaks obviously. The the ad break bits where it just That's goes. It. So, Same so for here we are that movie list podcast, and we've just talked about Twenty Four, a really famous <laughs> TV show from the early two thousands. Um, yeah. So number five on my list, Kiefer Sutherland. Who's number five? What's number five on your list, Dave? So it's a what's number five, Ben. Okay. Um, I'm bringing us back uh, to the theme. I'm bringing us back to movies. Yeah. Um, and you want answers. And I, I want the truth. But you can't handle the truth. Nice. That is a classic movie comeback. That's what I was worried your whole list was going to be. <laughs> Just me delivering one-liners really poorly. Absolutely. <laughs> I put in, I obviously, I did, I always go, whenever I come up with these lists, I go, right, what do I have off the top of my head? And then I go and do a bit of research to make sure I've not messed anything obvious. Yeah. And then when I put in movie comebacks, it was one-liners. And I thought, oh, no, we're going to have yeah. to see So, yeah, you can't handle the truth. What a one-liner. Yeah, classic. Delivered yeah. so well as well. So. Absolutely, yeah. Have you seen the film? Yeah. Yeah. Right. A few good men. It's good. Yeah, good. Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson. Can't argue with that. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely I'm glad we didn't do a whole top five of, of movie lines because we've got nothing to talk about the movie but lines. No, 
No, just... that's why I put it at number five. Good. <laughs> Is that your only movie line? Yes. Oh, oh nice. Okay, so it's not yeah. too bad then. I know. Right, number four. Yeah, tell me your number four, Ben. My number four is is a bit of a random comeback because he didn't really go away, but there is definitely a shift in his career. And it's Matthew McConaughey. Oh, nice. Okay. Because if you talk, if you asked me about Matthew McConaughey probably 15 years ago, maybe 10, I'd have told you, I, I would never have seen any of his films because they'd be rom-coms. Yeah. So How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and... God, I can't even tell you the rest of the rom-coms he was in, but I just hadn't seen him in any, any of that stuff at all. And he'd launched his career in Dazed and Confused as a really cool kind of out-there stoner guy um, for, for the teenagers in Dazed and Confused, which is where you get that, all right, all right, all right, line from that you made famous. Yeah. And then, of course, he's become like the powerhouse actor he is now. Mm. So he had a bit of, he had that comeback with things like um, Texas, um, that no, Dallas Buyers Club. Club. That's it. Yep. Dallas Buyers Club, um, Interstellar. You know those kind of those kind of films, really, where he's putting absolute powerhouse performances, and he's usually got some sort of Oscar. He's close to an Oscar nom or an Oscar nod each time, and he's nowhere mm-hmm. near romantic comedies now. No. So as a as a shift, kind of moving his you know a comeback in his career, I think Matthew McConaughey is is absolutely the the guy there. Really, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think he's. Uh... Yeah, he, he, he's done a, a full 180, really, hasn't he? He's gone from being a bit of a laughing stock to being, oh, actually, this guy can act. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a good one, that is. Good. Your number four, Dave? So my number four is of a similar vein. So my number four is uh, an actor that was at the, the peak of his career and then had a, a fairly significant drop in form and then has very recently picked back up again. So I've gone for Will Smith here as the genie and Aladdin. All oh, right, okay. As, as a comeback role uh, yeah. for him. So I think he, as I say, he he was immense. Early 2000s, uh, sort of 2000, 2010, everything he touched was gold. Yeah. If not not made necessarily classically, but it was a hit and it was huge. Then he had that huge drop-off sort of the last few years where he's just, his sort of credibility seems to have dropped. He's made some bad choices. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of gone off the radar a little, gone off the boil. But coming back as Aladdin and coming back as um, in, in that role as well, I know we've spoken about this previously, and it's, uh, yeah, it, it's a certainly a return to form. Yeah, now obviously he's, he's he's launched into Bad Boys, and um, I mean I don't know where he's going to go from there, but you'd kind of hope he stays at the top because it was. I mean, if you think about the his, his initial run of like the first Bad Boys movie, Men in Black, in the, not in this order, but you know you had like Bad Boys, Men in Black, Independence Day, and even the smaller stuff he was doing, like Enemy of the State, was brilliant, yeah. like proper yeah. decent roles, and even when he went a bit weird. So Ali's not a great movie. It's yeah. really dull. It's about an hour too long. No, I think it's only two hours long. Um, yeah. But he's incredible in it. He's amazing. Yeah, but he was an Oscar nod for that, wasn't he? Absolutely, he was. And, you know, things like Hancock, which are a bit random, half work, but he's brilliant in it. You know, yeah. I Am Legend is great. Yeah. 
you know, Pursuit and then happiness, those sort of films. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, even when he starts doing that, yeah, Pursuit of Happiness, Seven Pounds, the film you should only ever watch once. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> films like that are incredible. But then, yeah. I mean, I've not seen things like Focus or. Um, you're looking at me like you don't even know what Focus is. No, I was trying to think whether that was one of the films I've seen on an airplane. With Margot Mar- Robbie? Yeah. But no, he, he's, he's very hit and miss recently, but I think that, that Aladdin was definitely a return to form. Yeah. It's whether For a he comeback, can, you might say. A comeback, yeah. It's whether he can maintain <laughs> it now, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't mind him in Suicide Squad either. I thought he was fairly decent in that, too. But it was just, yeah. he was one of the better parts of a really poor film, so. Yeah. But no, that works. That works. Okay, so that's your number four. Yeah. What's your number okay. three? My number three, we're getting into it now, is Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Okay. So it didn't necessarily launch a massive comeback career for him. He didn't then go on to make stellar hits, but mm. he was down and out. Like, you just counted Mickey Rourke out. He was a bit of a Hollywood joke at that point. You know, he, yeah. he was a huge actor in the 80s, massive in the 80s with things like um, Nine and a Half Weeks and, and stuff like that. And then Drink, Drugs, Hollywood, all the rest of that derail him. And then he comes back with The Wrestler, which is just an incredible movie. Yeah. You know, the role, his transformation in it, the actual acting he does. And then alongside The, res- the Wrestler came Sin City, and he was the best thing in that as well. Mm. And just those two together started making him someone that you could kind of get behind and respect and it was like actually Mickey Rourke's got talent that we've forgotten about because he's become a bit of a Hollywood joke so it's a wrestler for me and and every time I see that film I think this guy's just amazing you just wonder what would have happened or where he could be in his career if it hadn't derailed it's one of those really yeah I mean I'm 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 a little bit stumped what to say because I've never seen anything he's in um but But I have heard I have heard the wrestlers good, and I've heard Sin City's good. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right. waiting for him to uh, come back, come back into my my life, or just end, <laughs> or, end to my or life. Extra life, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Through films. I mean, you don't want him knocking at the door and just. But all right, Mickey, coming in, son. I'll be honest. I might not even recognise him. <laughs> movie list. The movie list podcast with with Sorry. two movie fans. Yeah, great. You wouldn't even recognise Mickey Rourke. To be fair, he was he was literally on TV downstairs earlier. And I pointed him out to Kaz and went, that's Mickey Rourke. And she didn't believe it. It was the young Mickey Rourke, but she was like, that's not him. Oh, well, he's only the, what, the third most famous Mickey in movies. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Don't say anything now. Okay, here we go. Mickey Mouse is first. Yes. You don't mean Mickey Rooney? No. Who's the fourth, obviously, the fourth most famous Mickey. Yeah, he's the fourth one, obviously, yeah. Classic. Mickey, 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 not Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey, Mickey Mouse, M- Mickey, Mickey. There's people shouting Mickey's at their podcasts devices right now. <laughs> this is where um, I find out it's not really a Mickey. I've got the name. Is it? Yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, there's there's no such thing as Mickey Reeves. It's Keanu, mate. Um, <laughs> go on then. Who's the second most famous Mickey? Mickey from Rocky, the trainer. Oh, that just <laughs> move on. We're not having that. That doesn't count. I, mean, I think we're actors, which is why Mickey Mouse is definitely one of those. Um, okay, your number three. Uh, so my number three, um, switching switching gears again, switching genres. So we've had a quote, we've had an actor. I'm going on to a movie now. All right, classic movie comeback. 
So I'm going for Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's a great... A return to form. So that is, um, after after the, the middle trilogy, where it was a bit of a wet, damp squib, uh, yeah. I think there was a lot of pressure on Force Awakens to come out and, and sort of kickstart the, the, the brand, I guess, the Star Wars brand. And it did a really good job of it. Everyone, it was met pretty well. Everyone was sort of cautiously optimistic about the next, the next trilogy and the end of the saga. And um, yeah, it was it was a, a solid comeback. It was like it was like the first few Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, me and you have both talked loads on the Views on the Sofa podcast about how much we love that that film and exactly. And yeah, it's a little bit of a a New Hope remake, but. Yeah there's enough in it and there's enough new stuff in it to fill you with a bit of joy and a bit of hope and a bit of, you know, it's feels like a proper star Wars film. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it, it, it did, it did make everyone excited about the next one to come out, which is all you can hope for from, from what you know is a trilogy. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. It was, it was good. It was, a, it was a gamble because it would have cost a, a load of money to make and, there's always a lot of pressure on Star Wars films. Yeah. So, which yeah. is, which has kind of been their undoing as well, to be fair. Yeah. Because something like Solo, which both me and you think is an absolutely solid movie that should clearly have sequels. Yeah. Is, is almost seen the demise of the Star Wars wider universe. Yeah. So it's, it's that, that element there that's, that's, that's made it a bit, a bit unfortunate, but you know, Force Awakens, great choice. Yeah. Thank you very much. So what's your number two then? That's so random. My number two is John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. So Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Haven't seen John Travolta since, I don't know. I mean, John Travolta just kind of disappeared. I think the the big flop he had, unless I've got my timings wrong, was Battlefield Earth. Or was that after? That might have been after, actually. I can double check that, to be fair, because I'm, I'm not using my phone to record this. So he, he just disappears. Obviously, he's known for Saturday Night Fever. He's known for Greece, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, there isn't much more that he's been in from that. I'll have a quick look at what he's done. So you've got, I mean, he's, the films he produces now are absolutely Thanks. shocking. Pardon? Face off. Face off, yeah. Classic, yeah. Face off. But the films he produces now are absolutely shocking. So you've got Grease. Um, but then he was in just really random stuff. Look who's talking. I do, I do like those movies. But then he goes Pulp Fiction. He does Get Shorty, Broken Arrow, Face Off. Yeah, absolutely. The Thin Red Line, which, is, which a lot of people have got. All right, so Battlefield Earth was way after Pulp Fiction in the year 2000 and was an absolute flop. But um, Pulp Fiction, he's just he makes a, an amazing comeback as this proper serious deadpan, great, him and Samuel L. Jackson are amazing in it, and you kind of look at him again and think, "Why? What? Where's he been? This is amazing. Where's this mm. guy? Where, why has this guy disappeared? He's fantastic." So, um, yeah. John Travolta, Pulp Fiction, uh, absolutely incredible uh, role, absolutely incredible film. So, yeah, that's that's my that's my number two. And again, I think I, I, I think I may have only seen Pulp Fiction once. It's it's one of those, films, and it's not on the TV very often. So you don't get to see it. It's not like it's, oh, Pulp Fiction's, I'll just, uh, I'll sit and watch that for the evening. You don't get that opportunity. I don't really understand why. Because even with like a director's cut, you'd think they'd be able to get something something suitable for TV out of it. 
And like, do they even need to do that anymore? Do we even do director's cuts? Do we even do, bother with True. that? I know there was that whole there was that whole kind of thing where ITV and, and American networks used to dub redub lines into films. You ever heard this? Mm. Yes. So yeah. the famous one was Die Hard with uh, Yippie Kaye, Mother Flubber, or something like that, and someone mm. literally literally redubbed the line over yeah. the top of it. But we're at the point a, now, young man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Don't even think they said yippee I can't remember. I can't remember what the redub line was actually, but I, I love being able to look at my phone while we're doing this, so I can actually I can actually back up the stuff I'm saying. But I don't know if we've if if we've got like the need for for worrying about this kind of stuff anymore. I think we've moved forward with that. So yeah, possibly, possibly. For those of you that are, that are new to this uh, this podcast, this is one of one of our classic tropes is that. Ben was unable to use his look at his phone and check facts. So there's a, there's a lot of sort of pregnant pauses where Ben was trying to think about something and he couldn't Google it. So this this is going to be a really disappointing part of the uh, the new podcast in that Ben Ben will be able to check his phone. For the long term <laughs> fans, I'm not just going to sit here trying to guess a name while Dave gives me obviously randomly not names and then struggle there. They actually TV edited to it. This is amazing. This is amazing. So obviously he says yippee kaye mother effer, yeah. and they redubbed it to yippee Kaye melon farmer <laughs> i mean who's whose job was that who 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 finished that and went that's my day's work done that's that's i'm sorted there i'm done i am done that's amazing oh john mclean john yeah. mclean melon farmer i kind of wish that's what it was now i kind of wish that was what the the the, the iconic phrase was melon farmer but Okay, so that was my number two. John Travolta, who's your number two? So, again, it's not a who, it's a what. Of course. So, my number two is a slightly different take on it again. Um, I've gone for a genre. Okay. And my number two is the murder mystery genre on the back of Knives Out. Oh, that's a shout. That is a classic movie comeback. We haven't, we don't get enough of those. Don't get enough murder mysteries on, on at the cinema. And that was a, a big success. It was it was well received. It was critically acclaimed, and it was fun. It's good. Um, I know we've both seen it, and it's. Uh, I'm both yeah, really it, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, and I think it, it's it was just refreshing to see something new and something different, and not loads of car chases or shooting or not the usual stuff you see at the cinema. It was nice to see something that is clearly so popular and popular on TV actually have it out as a, as a movie and it worked as a movie it worked on the small screen as well but yeah so I, I think as a as a genre there's not many genres that you don't have you, you aren't able to go and see it in movies now so yeah I thought that was uh, that was a good that was a, a, a very good comeback in fact my second favorite comeback oh nice I think I might go one one further than that and wonder whether they would have made knives out if Murder at the Orient Express hadn't been such a big hit. You know, the one before it? Yeah. You know, the Kenneth Branagh one? Because that that was the first m- murder mystery, classic murder mystery in a long time. Mm. But I think, obviously, it, the, the fault with that is the fact that pretty much... I mean, I didn't go into it, but most people know the outcome of that. And yeah. They hadn't changed much. But then, when we have a look at, you know, you have a look at Knives Out, there was no clue who the who the killer was and what the mystery was. No. And it's obviously launched a new series because Daniel Craig's going to come back as the, uh, the detective from Knives Out into a sequel. They've, they've announced yeah. the sequel, so which I'm really looking forward to. I think that's going to be a great character. And plus yeah. he needs one now that he's decided he's not going to be Bond anymore. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, fork, forks out soon. Um, but, yeah. And uh, have you seen, talking of Knives Out, have you seen they've they've released the DVD now? And have you seen what they've done with the DVD? No. Okay. So there's, there is a spoiler on the DVD, um, which I won't go into, but I will tell you afterwards, just in case anyone hasn't, uh, hasn't seen the film. Right, I see. Okay, so they, they put a spot. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll get to talk. Very clever. We can talk about it afterwards. There you go. And if you, if you yeah. have seen Knives Out, go and find the DVD. Yeah, go and, go and Google what they've done with that. Cause it's, uh, it's quite clever. Right, fair enough. Okay, okay so I'm, we're up to your number one. We are at my, at my number one. And it is, and this is, a, this is probably the biggest and single greatest comeback in all of Hollywood history. Go on. It's Robert Downey Jr. Oh, we've got the same number one. <laughs> but you say movie comebacks. I mean, there's nothing. Because this guy didn't just come back and make a great movie career, but he launched the single biggest Hollywood. Like, this, this, was, this was a stellar change in Hollywood. It's yeah. completely reshaped summer for probably forever. And on the back of that as well is he's not he's not just made a comeback and just been a good actor, but he's also he feels like a guy you just want to go and have a beer with, and right. out with a soft drink. Well, probably not that. Probably not a beer. <laughs> yeah, of course, idiot. But you probably. I mean, I'll have a beer. He can have an apple juice. But you know, I want to go hang out with Robert Downey Jr. He yeah. just seems really cool and, and and amazing and just you know, and some stories. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he'd have some stories. You know. I'm not sure he'd want to tell them or relive them, but yeah. <laughs> a bit. But as comebacks go, Robert Downey Jr. is is by far probably the greatest of all all, all time, isn't it? Yeah. Again, from complete down and out to to that, and then um, yeah. I mean, again, fair play to fair play to the the Iron Man makers because that was a hell of a hell of a gamble for him trying to trying to bring him back with the the reputation and the history that he has. Um, and just sort of putting putting all of that pressure on that role and on that guy. I mean, it could have broken him. It, 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 you could quite easily have seen that go completely the other way. And it's like, okay, he's got his life back together now. But now, and then sort of between the second and third Iron Man or whatever, he goes back into rehab and has a big fallout or whatever. But he didn't. He's just gone from strength to strength. I think what it does do, because that's a really good point about the gamble they took, but what it does show is how little a film Iron Man was. It seems really silly to say it now, but Iron Man wasn't a film that anyone was backing for anything at all. Mm. You know, just superhero films were not a thing, not not a proper thing, not a summer-busting event movie. It just wasn't that. It was a case of, you know, we're going to make this film called Iron Man. And the fact that I, I think it made good numbers and was really well critically received... But nobody knew who Iron Man was. Unless you're a comic yeah. geek, he wasn't, you know, you had to go, people who went to see Iron Man learned who Iron Man was by watching the movie. Where yeah, I did. Now, exactly, yeah, where now, you know, most, most people, because it's launched this kind of idea of comics are okay to read and being a geek is an okay thing to do, which you could probably trace back to Iron Man, as stupid as that sounds. I think it, it, mm-hmm. it means that there's a bit more pressure on the Marvel movies. There was no pressure on that one. So if it yeah, did fail, true. no one would have, you know, it wouldn't have destroyed, a, well, it would have destroyed a whole franchise. But I think the other argument people have made is that when they put that Samuel L. Jackson cameo at the end, it could have oh. always been a very nice, clever little tease and not gone anywhere. It was only because yeah. everything that came afterwards did that it ended up being 
what it's become, which is obviously changing Hollywood forever. Yeah, absolutely. So. And yeah, it's uh, it's one of those what ifs, isn't it? So what if it wasn't a hit? Um, Makes you what would it, what, Yeah, what would have been for the last, what would have been on the screen, cinema screen for the last 15 years? Yeah, what would have been our event movies? What would have been, what would have shaped, shaped, you know, yeah. It's still Disney though, isn't it? It's Disney. Disney would have still controlled everything. Yes. Yeah, true. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's your two top fives. So you've got um, my top five and Dave's top five. I will be putting those on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All you have to do is find us at That Movie Podcast. If you search on Twitter, if you want to search the, the, the Twitter handle, it's at movie at movie list podcast so it's that movie list podcast yeah unbelievable unbelievable i've i've messed up the title about <laughs> the first episode leave me alone so it's at that movie list podcast um so just find us on twitter on facebook on instagram you'll find us in all those places and you'll see two lists and you just choose which of the two lists you think is better i think i've lost this week or this this episode yeah i think so too because your list is, is varied <laughs> And even even doing this, I've thought about some honourable mention comebacks that if we're doing your method of just any movie comeback, mm. which I do like, and I wish I'd, 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 I'd gone with two, I can think of a couple of others that we should have used. So oh. no, James Bond, Daniel Craig's Bond. I mean, what a movie comeback that was with Casino Royale. True. Yeah, that was a complete switch round in, in terms of from Brosnan. Yeah, absolutely. And then another one you'd argue is Batman. So Christian Bale coming back as Batman in Batman Begins. As opposed to George Clooney and Batman and Robin, which we don't speak of and we'll never say again. True. Yep. So I can just think of those two that could have made my list a bit much better, but I decided to go actors and now Kiefer Sutherland is my number five, which is fantastic. <laughs> famous TV star Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> he is as well, and he no one thinks famous movie star Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> what a number five. And the third famous Mickey in movies. <laughs> <laughs> not, not convinced of that. Not convinced about that. Okay, so we've got two, two, two top fives for you to vote on. But what we always do with our um, That Movie List podcast, always, it's episode one, is uh-huh. a quiz. Yep. And Dave prepares the quiz this week. So I have no clue what it is. It should technically be linked with comebacks. Mm-hmm. And it is. Good. Okay. I'm not sure how. Usually I can kind of guess what you'd have done, but I'm not sure how. So <laughs> let's hear it. What's your quiz this week? Okay, so this links to comebacks in two ways. So uh, first way is that this, this is a comeback for our podcast. So we've, we've rebranded and people, maybe new listeners, they may not understand some of the history and some of the in-jokes that we've, uh, we've got previously. So these are going to be questions um, that regular listeners will know, but the new listeners may not. So this is to help enlighten our new listeners. Um, what, what an idea. I love it. And the, the second link, link to the comeback is that the title of the quiz is called Come Back to the Previous Question. So I want you to come back and give me the answer to the previous question um, uh, as, the, uh, as the next one. So do you understand what I mean? So like the more common so you've, you've, you've essentially ripped off, off what used to be called, I think, Viaduct on the Chris Moore yeah, show? Yeah, that's it. Viaduct, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. So I do, I do, I do know the, the idea. So I answer the, I answer the question before... To the, two yeah. Ronnies, not more wise, wasn't it? Two Ronnies. Two Ronnies, absolutely. That's the one. So two Ronnies and the Chris Moore show also ripped it off as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's, right. Let's, let's give this a go. I'm going to be terrible at it. Let's give it a go. And th- this is harder than you think to write. So there's not too many questions. This is a nice and short one. 
Okay, right. So, three. Have you gone for gags as well? Uh, not intentionally. So, um, Ben, first question. What's your favourite film? Okay. okay. Question two. What's the nickname you christened me with on the podcast? The Dark Knight. Correct. I enjoy a certain ice hockey film franchise. Its name is Mighty What? Podcast Dave? No, that's incorrect. It's uh, Movie Mogul. Movie modern Mogul. Movie. Oh, that's right. Mighty the modern, modern Movie Mogul. Because yeah. I am the uh, connoisseur of the classic movies. Absolutely. That's I guess okay. that's, um, question four. The other podcast on the Views from the Sofa network is about what subject? The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> What's the feature we start? we used to start each podcast with? Uh, wrestling. The Rock is one of our favourite actors. What is the trademark interruption after he asks someone's opinion? What have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> and the final, correct. And the final question: To what extent are you encouraging audience participation with this podcast via social media? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> that is that was that was done very well. That was very oh. impressive. That was very very impressive. I think what people are going to soon learn is your quizzes are way better than mine. So next next episode, you'll get to hear one of my classic quizzes. Um, and next episode, we'll actually uh, link with another on the Views from the Sofa Network, um, which is wrestling. So uh, episode two of that movie list podcast will be a top five movies that star wrestlers. So look out for that if you're, if you're intrigued and interested. And who wouldn't be? And who wouldn't be? So all that leaves us to do is say, get in touch on social media. Just search for that movie list podcast in all the usual places. I say usual places, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do people still use Facebook? Uh, Adults. Adults use Facebook. I think adults (laughs) are the only people who listen to podcasts as well. That's true, yeah. (laughs) Unless we can break that demographic. Absolutely. But then it doesn't matter what you think. Unbelievable. All right, then. All it leaves me to do is say goodbye, and uh, we will see you next time. Yeah, bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Movie List Podcast, which is a... (laughs) You're an asshole, you. I hate this bit anyway. I hate doing this bit. And then you've gone and screwed me over with that proper... (laughs) Right. We'll do it from 2.15 then. Right.